Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the locker room. It is me, Taj, and we do have Bruce here on, on the, the mic. line. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. And as you guys know, this past weekend, we had a crowning card in UFC 283 over in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, the first one since COVID. And I got to say, I, I believe overall it did deliver. A lot deliver. of Brazilians won. A lot of Brazilians won. They 100% did. And a lot lost as well. We don't want to. I mean, we're gonna have to get into that, but uh. yeah, we there were some sad moments. There were, there were some great moments for overall UFC fans, but there was some sad moments for the fellow Brazilian fans, and it showed. Uh, so we're gonna start it off right right from the top. Let's get into it. Uh, Jamal Hill, aka Sweet Dreams, took on Glover Teixeira, and what was overall a fantastic fight for many reasons. Uh, what's one thing that stuck out to you? Jamal's a brawler. <laughs> Jamal Hill is definitely I mean, it was, a brawler. Hey, we, we expected this. He has knockout power. Look, and at his, look at his previous fights. And Glover's, no disrespect to him, but he's he's getting old. Def, yeah, he's getting old. You kind of saw it, too, in the way that he was fighting. He's looking sluggish. One of the better overall older fighters because, you know, you get the – the Chuck Liddell's, when they get old, they don't look the same. The Frankie Edgar's, when they get old, they don't look the same. But Glover, out of all of them, I would say you can he tell. Had, he, you can tell, but he had the most heart because he was talking crap. In the, like fifth, the fifth round. round. That fifth round where they were going to – they like, checked his – He's like, let's go, motherfucker. Let's go, let's like go. That. I, believe, I believe he said that because in the fourth round, uh, the referees were checking his cut. And um, and they were looked like they were gonna stop it, but the doctor was like, "Oh no, you're good." In that fifth round, he was like, "All right, mother, let's go, let's go." He was having fun. He was having fun. Um, yeah, some notable stats on that fight. So, <laughs> guess how many? Guess how many uh, strikes total Glover threw? How many? One ninety six. One hundred ninety six. Guess how many total strikes Jamal threw? Ooh, I'm gonna say probably four five hundred. Four nineteen. 419, double the output. And that, that's just that that young breed, that young hungry lion coming in. Uh, one thing that stood out the most, as we said on the last episode, it was going to depend on one of two things. If Jamal Hill could stuff the takedowns or if Glover Teixeira which, could take him down. Which he did. And Glover was 2 for 17 on takedowns. Ooh. 11%. And then when he got those two takedowns, Jamal Hill, he got back up. Yeah, there's no damage. Dude, in the fifth round where we thought, you know, with the brawlers, they usually gas in those last rounds, he got Glover Teixeira full-mounted Jamal Hill in the fifth and final round, and Jamal Hill got, got up. back up to his feet, which was no goddamn problem. impressive. Yep. Like, oh, I, I thought for sure, I was like, all right, you know, this is where Glover's going to lay it on, especially when we saw Glover Teixeira do what he did to Jan Blachowicz. That was his wing addition. He had, what, like four minutes or something like that? The second round, and just, just demolished he had so, Jan he had so, he had so No, 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 I'm talking about against Jamal when he mounted him. Wait, he had what when he mounted him? <sighs> when, he, when, he got, when he got Jamal on the ground. Uh-huh. He had, like, he had like three minutes to work or like three plus minutes to work and didn't capitalize. Didn't capitalize at all. I was, that was he, in the fifth. Yeah, that's where Jamal Hill got up. I was like, whoa. I thought for sure. I was like, all right, this is Glover's time. He's going to get it. Jamal Hill has been – we saw the output, 419. He's going to gas out. He's not going to be able to get back up. But who did he, he – he surprised me with this takedown defense, two for seven, and then getting back up to his feet was very surprising for He's, Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill's going to be uh, – it's good that we got a new up-and-comer 
I mean, well, I guess new champ. New new champion um, after this whole debacle of the the draw. He, just, between he doesn't Nagamai. look like a typical <laughs> champion. Nah, he's got a his body looks soft. I'm gonna say that. He, like, there's no muscle or nothing, but he get that he's athletic. Rod. He does. He really does. It's just you just don't see it where it comes to his body type. But man, he's got power. He got that, power. He's got through that knockout of Johnny Walker, just brutal. Yeah. And it's exciting because we have Yuri Prohachka waiting on the sidelines. He, re- he released that video on a YouTube just saying, "Good fight, I am coming." That that's gonna be a that's gonna be a stand up affair. Jamal Hill versus Yuri Prohachka. Take my money, UFC. It's gonna be an interesting fight. Well, well, not really take my money. You know, our pirate that. Anyways, <laughs> I wish I had Yuri's hair. Uh, he's oh, he cut it. Did yeah, he did. He, he shaved it, it. Yeah, he just he has a regular hair now, just Dang, regular man. guy hair. They had samurai. Uh, it was because um, he said it was hard to get out of the submissions with Glover Teixeira. He would like get his head out, but his hair, his ponytail, got caught in it. So he decided to cut it, which is you know I look good. Look good, that. fight good. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I agree with the decision. <laughs> I mean, when you almost get your head just squeezed off because your hair ponytail got caught in the, in the lock, you're like, all right. Yeah, I could see it, but it did look badass with it. I will 100% agree on that. So, congratulations to Jamal Hill, Chicago, born and raised. Yes, while we're podcasting from here from Chicago. And, dude, just great. It's exciting matchups. We have Yuri Prohachka, like we said, that's waiting in the wings. Even Baham Blahovich and then Magomed Ankalaev. And then him and Alex Pieta going, talking some smack back and forth on the Era Hawani show, which is interesting because... It's crazy that Alex Pereira can actually become. If he moved up, he could become a double champ in five fights, which is insane. I can see that, dude. Alex Pereira versus he's big Jamal for his, Hill. He's big for his weight division. Yeah, he he can't make it the cut like two times a month. He said he needs like literally five to six months to cut down on one. He made Izzy look like a flyweight. That was, that was bad. That's a bad just. It's crazy how he makes that way. So it, it, the expert can go up. I, I'd have my money on Piero beating Jamal Hill, which is insane, but it's true. Yeah. It's insane. So congratulations. And of note, um, the sad part was Glover Teixeira did retire. We all expected this if he lost. And the thing that was really disappointing is when he was having his goodbye speech, dude, the audience was empty. Like 50% of the stadium was empty when he was giving his goodbye speech. In his home country, the first one in like three, four years. Sound good. And Glover Teixeira, Chuck Liddell's protege, retiring, and then you guys are leaving. I just hate to see that. Not good. Uh, congratulations, to Jamal Hill. And in the co-main event, this fight did deliver somewhat. Brandon Moreno taking on Davidson Figueroa. You were right about your prediction. I was wrong. Uh, yeah, I said third or fourth round stoppage. Um, it was a third-round stoppage by the doctor. I, I expected him to get finished, but we thought it was an eye poke, and then it replayed it. His knuckle went into his eye on a hook. Filthy. Legal, but filthy. Definitely legal. Oh, that, that was good. Back and forth, but we kind of saw it in the beginning. Brandon Moreno was he was just on cruise control the first and second round. And you just saw Davis Figueroa was just, he was just too slow. Um, Brandon Moreno, natural flyweight, it seems. Davis Figueroa, a little bit too big for the weight class. Put up a good effort, but he was just too slow. And Brandon Moreno was way too technical. Yeah, for he's, him. he's definitely very uh, elusive, Moreno. 
And that's the end of the not not the trilogy, the quad quadrilogy four fights. I mean, I can see them fight the rest of the careers. Oh, that's yeah. If they fought a fifth time, I'd be I, I'd watch it, hundred percent watch that fight. And Ben Moreno taking home the title again after this back and forth between them, and David Figueredo announcing that he will be going up to bantamweight, one hundred thirty five pound, uh, one hundred thirty five pound weight class, which is going to be interesting. Because I don't know how he does within the, honest, the top 10 bantamweights, man. Peter Young, he's going to be Sean small. O'Malley, he's going to be small. He's not big he, at all. Like, no bantamweight can make flyweight. And he's been making flyweight his entire career. And he wants to go up. He, I mean, <sighs> good luck to him. I mean, even we even got Usman Nurmagomedov waiting in the wings. He's like number 15, and everybody's already ducking him. I don't know if you want any of that. Uh, God, that he looked like a problem in his last fight. Yeah, it's just a straight problem. So, Brandon Moreno bringing the title back to Mexico. Just I don't know who's gonna beat him, but the they're talking about the rematch coming between. There's a guy that beat him twice in the UFC. What's his name? Looking for it. Oh, uh, Pantoja. He has two wins over Brandon Moreno. Moreno. Yeah, two wins over Brandon Moreno. What's he ranked? Um, he's like top five. I forgot his actual rank. Let's see. Is number two. Guy? Is it that Russian guy? No, no, no. You're talking about, I think, Karakara France. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Uh, well, Pantoja, he's number two right now in the flyweight rank. And so that's probably going to be Brandon Moreno's fight. Brandon Moreno is definitely going to want that fight since that guy has two wins over him. So flyweight, interesting. Definitely excited that Dana White did not cut. Is there going to be another Izzy Piera where <laughs> he Ooh. has his number? Maybe. I mean, you got to have demons, right? You make that 3-0? You know? Make it 3-0. And he's like, I want another four fights. Okay. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And so, yeah, congratulations to Brand Moreno. Definitely will be watching him. He's a fan favorite. And then welterweight, Gilbert Burns making quick work of Neil Magny. Just I mean, quick work. That was expected. Yeah, it was. We all knew what was going to happen. Dude, uh, Gilbert Burns is like minus 300 favorite. Yep. That was expected. And he, Neil Magny, threw zero significant strikes. Zero. And he literally, Gilbert Burns. Well, he went four for 11 significant strikes. Oh, did he? Yeah. Four for 11? Okay, that's Gilbert Burns good. was five for six. That lets you know, though, in a fight where less than 30 strikes were thrown. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about the main event had over 600 total. This one had less than 30. Well, I mean, it was it was stopped within a little over a minute. Oh, God. Neil Magny, you know, you have the most wins in welterweight history, more than GSP. But, you know, just, just you know. <laughs> just another statistic at that point. Oh, God. It was... It was good for Gilbert Burns. He it, did that, it, and it's, it is good for Burns because if he lost, I mean, that's ooh. that's that's a that's a bad look. Yeah, losing to Usman, and we yeah. know about the homicide. People thought he won, and uh, but if he would have right. lost to Neil Magny, yeah, that would have been real bad. So I think the next fight for them is definitely going to be Gilbert Burns versus um to uh, Muhammad. I forgot what am I? What's his um? Uh, remember the name? Oh, can what's his first name? Something Muhammad. Jesus, it's skipping me right now. But that's definitely the fight to make because I think Hamzat is waiting in the wings for either a title shot or Kobe Covington. Those are going to be probably the only fights uh, that's going to go down. Usman and Leon Edwards are booked. And uh, I don't know. No idea where Jorge Masvidal is. Probably still battling court cases with Kobe. 
And but yeah, that's that's literally probably the only fight to make. Gilbert Burns, they can make that quick too. Gilbert took, I mean, no damage at all. He yep. got hit seven times, four times. Yeah, you can definitely make a quick turnaround. Uh, so yeah, congratulations to Gilbert Darino Burns. And one other uh, fight of note, uh, Mauricio Shogun Hua, the the Pride Legend himself, also laying down the gloves after he got finished in the first round. It was sad to see. I mean, even though Shogun, he's not that old. He looked every bit of fifty years old, and he's yeah, he's forty one, and he looked he looked bad. Well, at least there's some positives out of that. He was able to hang up the gloves in his in his home turf. Yeah, that's always you want that you want that to happen. And the crowd there, they did um, they gave him an applause. They clapped him out, and then. Uh, Royce Gracie greeted him as he was exiting the cage, which was fantastic as well. So that, that was great to see. So hats off to Shogun. You have n- nothing to be ashamed about. Nope. Fantastic to see, like, you being able to retire in your home country. And I think Shogun should be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe, maybe not the modern wing, maybe like a legend wing, but just Shogun, such a pioneer of the sport. Such a pioneer. And, uh... That'd be the, the main ones of note. Jessica Andrade, I'm sorry, beating the brakes off of Lauren Morphy. That was that was bad. They definitely should have stopped have, that fight. Should have thrown a towel. Yeah. <laughs> Shame my, on her coaches. You, no, the fighters never want to quit. They never will say, I want to quit. Leave me, Get me out of here. And that was definitely on her coaches because they they should not have put, put her out in that third round. She was, was getting dominated. Up. In the chat, everyone was typed like typing CTE. Like, oh, oh my man. god, that, that she has a family. Like, she like, had, come on, uh, man. God, it was it was bad to see. It's it's always it's always hard That's to terrible. see the girls get beat up. That's terrible. Her face was starting seeing to look getting, like seeing anyone getting rocked like that is is not good. It was bad. And her coaches at the end of the second round, they were like, "All right, you you got to stick the jab and move your." I was like, "What? What? No, get her out of there." They were literally trying to formulate a game plan after she, she was getting. Understand what they were saying? Definitely not. She. Oh, I didn't even look at the significant strikes on that, but that was bad. If you guys haven't, uh, it was. It was close. I mean, so total total strikes two ninety six, Murphy. Total strikes Andrade three seventy five. So pretty close. Okay. Uh, significant strikes for Andrade was sixty sixty two percent versus thirty four. Murphy was 0 for 15 takedowns. Andrade was a perfect 100% at 1 for 1. That was bad. That was bad. Like, when you're getting pieced up like that, I mean, I'm surprised she didn't have – I'm surprised she was at 0 for 50 in takedowns. I'm surprised she wasn't either. 0 for – Jesus. I mean, after the first, she was probably like, all right, this is, I can't this get this. ain't working. Up. I got to try to take I mean, it. Jessica Andrade is a tank. Straight she's up tank. I can't imagine. She had over 350. I can't imagine getting hit that many times in the face. <laughs> 350? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yep. Oh. When that, those are all the main fights. Unfortunately, we don't have any this upcoming weekend. The weekend after that is the Derek Lewis versus uh, Sergey Spivak. Yeah, which is very strange because... The card is in Nevada, but the main the main card starts at 1 a.m. I have no idea. I see that on a Sunday. Yeah, that's weird. I, I don't. Well, it, I mean, technically, it's 
So that's Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's Sunday. That, that's that's <laughs> so weird. So that's on the February fourth. Um, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Definitely gonna have to catch that one in the, in the morning. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I can't stay up for that one. It's very strange. I'll watch the prelims. The prelims start at nine. Probably watch two, three fights. So probably there's a, over there's the a lot of Asians in that card. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what happened. This one was supposed to be headlined by the Korean Zombie, and it was supposed to be in Korea. There's, there's literally so yeah. There's yeah. like ten Asians in the prelims. That's why they're airing it at that time because it's on their time zone. And yeah, this, yeah, this was supposed to be the Korean Zombie's final fight, like his retirement fight, and he got injured. So they had to still. So Derek Lewis was supposed to be the co-main event, and then they. That's why the. The first fight opener, those the guys don't even have Wikipedia pages. Yusaki Kenoshita versus Adam Adam Fugget. That's his last name. Adam Fugget. <laughs> That's cool. Oh God. So okay, that that explains why. So that one, uh, yeah, definitely gonna be watching that in the morning, guys. I think all you all you will as well. We'll be breaking that one down next week. That'll be probably like a Tuesday or Wednesday. So make sure you guys check that out and like, subscribe. Let us know what you guys think. And we'll be catching you guys next time. Peace.